Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He told His people as the signs the times are leaping off the pages of Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and many other places. He said, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel proclaiming this coming king. He's coming any moment. We need to be ready. Let's have a word of prayer and may his word by his spirit prepare us for his coming. Oh, Father in heaven and Messiah Jesus name, thank you for your wonderful word. Thank you for such a wonderful Savior who keeps your wonderful word. Thank you, Father and Messiah Jesus' name, that we can be ready. Oh, Lord Jesus, fill us with the Holy Spirit. Prepare us for your coming. Bless every listener today. We thank you, Holy Father and Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. In Matthew chapter 22, I also just got done reading this in Luke, but in Matthew 22, just after some of the religious leaders in Israel, now many people in Israel followed our Lord Jesus, but these religious leaders, most of them did not. Some of them did, Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, but most of them did not. And uh, after they had tried to test the Lord to make him stumble in his words, think of that, trying to test and make stumble the one who's never made a mistake ever in in history eternal eternal history and 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 who will never make a mistake into eternity they tried to catch him and make him stumble in his words and uh he called them hypocrites they they tried to test him saying uh who should we pay taxes to uh you know should we pay taxes to caesar and, and messiah jesus said As he perceived their wickedness, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius, and he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And when they heard these things, when they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Now, here in the next scenario that we see in Matthew 22 is where I'm going today. So I said that to set this up, Matthew twenty-two, twenty-three, and onward. The same day, the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses said that if a man dies having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were with us seven brothers. The first died after he had married and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. Likewise, the second also, and the third, even to the seventh. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, now remember, they don't believe there is a resurrection. They're using this to stumble the Lord because, of course, he preaches about the the, uh, next life, the resurrection and eternal life. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife of the seven will she be? For they all had her, Jesus answered, 
Well, actually, I'm going to wait and tell you what he answered in just a moment. First, I want to set this up a little bit. So the Sadducees, you know, one of the reasons you've heard they're so sad, you see, is because they don't believe in the resurrection. And, and, and they and the Pharisees, the Pharisees did believe in the resurrection. The Sadducees were a sect, a different part of Judaism at that time. And both the Sadducees and the Pharisees would have been known as the keepers of the book. Uh, the Sadducees' emphasis was on the Torah, while the Pharisees was on all of the Hebrew scriptures that had been written, and and so uh, which would have included uh, the prophets and the other writings like the Psalms and the Proverbs and so on. And, and so uh, the the thing about the Sadducees and the Pharisees, though, they would have been known as those who understood the book. These were the keepers of faith in the living God through the word of God. So uh, these were the go-to people who understood the writings of Moses. And they talk about Moses said this, right? So these are experts in the Torah. And they go to Messiah Jesus uh, looking down their nose at him with their great expertise of the understanding of the Torah, Right. And, and, and here's the here's the problem. Moses, as our Lord Jesus says, especially in John chapter six, I believe Moses preached about and was told by Yahweh. Of course, we know Yahweh, the father, Yahweh, the son, Yahweh, the Holy Spirit, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. Before Jesus came to this earth, Yahweh, the son who had lived for, uh, from uh, eternity historically. All of time, all of time as we know it, has been an interruption in eternity by the Lord. He created time. Before there was time, he was and he is, right? And, and that's a whole other subject in and of itself that's very deep. Yet, we know this. We know this. The one who created Moses and gave Moses the Torah is the one they're looking at thinking, these Sadducees, thinking they know more than he does. That's arrogance and the, the prideful religious spirits that confuse and deceive arrogant, prideful religious leaders. And guess what? That's with us today. That's with us today. You see, you see, these men, they're telling God they're telling God, the one who's the giver of the Torah, they're telling him about the Torah. And, and here's his answer. Matthew twenty-two twenty-nine and onward. Jesus answered and said to them, You are mistaken, not knowing the Scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels of God in heaven. But concerning the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was spoken to you by God? Saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the multitudes heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. Yes, they were astonished at his teaching. Uh, So let's look at this. He tells those who are experts 
in the Scriptures, you're mistaken. And you don't know the Scriptures. Hello? It's time to eat a little humble pie. It's time to eat a little humble pie. I, I, a brother in the Lord told me something years ago, and it, it, it changed the way I thought in many ways about the way that I speak. He said, you should make sure your words come out sweet because one day you may have to eat them. And I never forgot that. He said, you, made her, you should make sure your words come out sweet because one day you, have to, you may have to eat them. Yes, and, and, and so these men are having to eat some humble pie right here. He said to them, you're mistaken. You experts of the Bible, you don't know the Bible, nor do you know the resurrection power of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And, and think of these, these guys, are these Sadducees really focused in on, that, on the Torah. So what does he quote to them? He quotes to them the book of Exodus. He quotes to them the burning bush passage. He, he quotes to them the book of Exodus. He says to them, hey, hey, experts in the book of Exodus. Let, he, he says he's going to help them with the book of Exodus. Since he was the God in the burning bush. Hello. Who was speaking to Moses. You know, Moses, who they quoted to try to make him stumble in his words. He says, no, you guys are mistaken. You don't know the power of God and that he is Messiah. Jesus is God and told them, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we're just getting started into this uh, because this applies greatly to the hour in which we live today. This applies incredibly, perfectly, bullseye of the bullseye. Because there are the same kind of religious leaders today. And we're going to talk about that after the break. But it seems fitting after speaking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What was Jacob's names? What was Jacob's name changed to by the Lord? His name was changed to Israel. And it's fitting that we speak of our sponsor for the program today, Blessing Israeli Believers. Blessing Israeli Believers. You can go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com to find out more about this ministry. Uh, and, and through it, we're working with Israeli Believers and Messiah. Uh, we just had a program the other day with Sandy Shoshani, the director of Israel Pro-Life, Saving Babies from Abortion in Israel. And that's one of our many ministries. We we have a, a pastor friend up in the Golan, Steve, um, who is uh, getting out the gospel, making disciples, and feeding even Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua. Uh, we have a Holocaust and poor or poverty uh, feeding ministry uh, going on in Netanya in Israel through one of our partners, and much more. These are just a few things. I don't have time to talk about it all. Listen, if you understand Genesis 12, all blessings who bless you, this will be important to you. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, and when you financially partner with BIB, you also help keep watch, therefore, on the air. <clears throat> so having said that, 
it's time to get back to this teaching. Maybe you've just gotten in your car. You're driving uh, uh, on the road at Houston drive time, rush hour traffic right now. Dove Schwartz here. The program is Watch Therefore or Watching for King Messiah Yeshua to come for his people in the clouds. And he told us to watch therefore and be ready. We're talking about the scenario where some of the religious leaders in Israel, the Sadducees, they had tried to trip up the Savior and Creator of the world. And that's that's going to be a, kind of a ridiculous thing to do, but they tried. And they tried to get him to stumble in his words and thoughts and thinking. Uh, and they asked him about uh, Moses' teaching uh, that they had received from Messiah Jesus before he entered into this earth. They didn't understand that yet. But anyhow, they uh, Moses' teaching about the requirement in the law to take on and keep the uh, the give a posterity to one's family name. So if uh, a, a brother's wife died, his other brother, the next in line was to take her as wife. And they said, well, he had seven brothers and, and they all died very quickly and and they married the same woman and and uh and and then she died and in the in the resurrection that they didn't believe there was a resurrection and one of the ways they tried to prove that by saying well in the resurrection whose whose wife would she be these men are to be experts in the bible they're challenging him with their knowledge of the torah so he answers them with the torah and he says you don't know the scriptures Everyone else thought they knew the scriptures. They thought they knew the scriptures. But the God who gave the scriptures probably knows them a little better, don't you think? Hallelujah. And he said to them, you don't know the scriptures nor the power of God. And then he quotes the Torah to them and says, remember the burning bush? Remember that thing there? there? Who was who was involved with that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Moses. Moses, yeah. And, and he says, I am the God of... Isaac, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. And boy, did he put those leaders in their place when he said that. They were finished. They went up the road. They were done. And so as much as that is the end of that story in that scenario in that day, the Bible teaches that those things were written before were written for our learning. That we through the patience and hope of the scriptures that we through the patience of the scriptures might have hope the bible says and and so today what can we learn from this well those who were supposed to know moses writings moses write about the, wrote about the prophet in deuteronomy the the prophet who would come and do miracles like moses did And he was known in Judaism as the prophet. If you read through the Gospels, the people in Israel are asking, could this be the prophet? What what they meant was the prophet Moses spoke of, the Messiah, the son of David, the savior of the world. Yes? And and, and so, so there he was standing right in front of them, fulfilling the prophetic scriptures through the prophets, through the writings, the Old Testament, it was talking over and over and over about, here's the Messiah, here's what he would look like, here's, here's what he would do. And he's standing right in front of them, and they can't see it. Because they didn't know the Scriptures, though they were the experts of the Scriptures. They couldn't see. 
because they were blind and they didn't have the spirit of God because of a love for God in their heart operating in their in their minds that they could see their Messiah standing right in front of them. Well, what does that have to do with anything today? Well, because in the same way today, experts in the scriptures, sadly, many of whom have letters after their name and teach in seminaries across America and around the world and who stand in pulpits and who are on television programs and, and, and are given collectively millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and paid big salaries at big churches in some cases. They don't know the scriptures nor the power of God. And like those couldn't see their Messiah standing in front of them, these cannot see he's about to return. In other places in the Gospels, the Lord says, when you look at the sky, because of the conditions of the sky and even the color, you see that there, weather is threatening, a storm is coming. How is it you don't see the signs of the times? You hypocrites, is what he said. Yet today, the signs are glaring. And as my friend John McTurnan says, and we'll ask him to mention this on future programs, if this was like a nuclear reactor and the guy is watching to make sure all the systems are okay and safe, but he's got earphones on and he's listening to a ball game or something, and he can't, and, and, he, and he falls asleep and he can't hear the sirens going, uh, 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 and every every gauge is in the red showing there's a meltdown taking place. That's the condition of many of those who are supposed to be experts in the scriptures today. They cannot see and they cannot hear because they don't really know the scriptures. They've got letters after their name. Don't get me wrong. There are people with letters after the name, doctors of theology that are wonderful and they know the scriptures and they know the power of God and they teach people like me and have down through the years. But there's others. Oh, they're known and they are, have, they are acclaimed and they are listened to and they are followed and they don't know the scriptures and they don't know the power of God. Yes, and, and, and we who follow Messiah Jesus, we need to know the scriptures and we need to know the power of God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with something with you. In 2002, the Holy Spirit told me, read the whole book every year. Read the whole book, the whole Bible every year. And so I just started doing that. And it has changed everything. So when I hear someone who's supposed to know the scriptures and, and, is, and is, is well thought of and followed, and they say, well, the Bible says this, I, I can know because I'm learning the scriptures and I'm reading the whole book every year. I can know for myself. I love the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm filled with his spirit. I follow Jesus, the Lord. Yes. And, and so um, I can know. Well, that guy, he knows the scriptures. That guy, he knows the power of God. He understands what's going on. I, I, but if he says something that is against what the scriptures say or demonstrates he doesn't know the scriptures or the power of God, I can know that too. 
And I can say, oh, no, no, wait a second. That doesn't mean I have to get in a debate with a person like that or argue or call in. When I hear them on the radio, it doesn't mean any of that. What it means is I, I can know for myself and follow the Lord from knowing the scriptures and the power of God. What about you? What about you? Do you know the scriptures? Do you know the power of God? Do you see the signs all around you that he's coming? Do, do you understand what it means to, to be waiting and to watch and to have the blessed hope in your heart? In First Peter chapter 1, Peter says, Rest your hope fully in the grace that is to be brought to you at the appearing, the revelation of Messiah Jesus. Uh, in Titus 2, Paul writes, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What's that blessed hope? First John chapter 3 says, and listen, I'm just sharing these things off the top of my head because I read the Bible and it's in my heart. Your word have I hid in my heart that I not, might not sin against you. In First John 3, he says, he who has this hope in him, what hope? The blessed hope of Messiah Jesus coming in the clouds for his people. He who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. We, we, live a, we purify our lives like the bride waiting for the groom to come in the Jewish wedding. That's what this is about. That's the, the pattern the Lord is fulfilling as he comes for his people in the clouds. Listen, folks, this is real stuff. This is real. And people who really follow Messiah Jesus, they know the scriptures and they know the power of God. And the thought that, that he would do what he says in First Thessalonians 4, therefore the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with a voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we always be with the Lord. We know the power of God. So that doesn't, that, that doesn't, doesn't sound strange to us that the Lord would catch his people up in the cloud. Well, that sounds kind of hokey and strange. We're a little more practical than that. Really? People who say that just don't know the scriptures or the power of God. Yes? And, and so, um, it doesn't mean you, you can't be practical. It, it's not practical to not believe the power of God. It's foolish. It's foolishness. Now, I'm going to have a word of prayer with, uh, with you, our listeners, and I'm going to pray for myself as well that we would have a deeper understanding of the Word of God. Do you read the Word of God every day? Do you take it into your spirit and your soul? And does it direct your life? Yes? And, and are you walking in and experiencing the power of the cross and the resurrection of Messiah Jesus? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, oh, that we wouldn't have dead religion, but we would know your Word, Lord, in our spirit, in our spirit that you've given life to when we're, as we're born again. Is there anyone listening, Father, who's not yet born again? Oh, realize this. Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose again. Call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. He'll fill you. He'll baptize you with his Holy Spirit. He'll change your identity. You'll, you'll be a new creation. And you'll be able to read the Bible and understand it. Yes, and you'll know the power of the living God. Oh, Father, bless all of our listeners today. We thank you and praise you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I I pray the program has been a blessing to you today, and I pray uh, I pray that we would all know the scriptures better and the power of God. And as I close the program today, I say this: Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. 
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Caroland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Caroland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.